Good morning. Uh, I want to talk today about religion and specifically continuity of religion along male lines, biological male lines, genetic male lines. Um, it's not so it's not so amazing if you if your ancestors, if your male line ancestors came from a 95 or 99 percent Christian or Muslim or Hindu or Buddhist or any, whatever religion, country or area, uh, and all of your ancestors, as far as you know, as far as you can track back, happen, uh, happen to have been that majority religion. That's not so interesting. What is interesting is when you do a male line DNA test also called Y-DNA because it's the Y chromosome contains the information about who your male line relatives are. Uh, when, you're, when you do a male line DNA test and you find that your closest male line relatives are a minority religion, same minority religion as you, uh, okay, if they're a really close male line relative, it's not so amazing. Uh, like like if your cousin is the same minority religion as you or your second cousin, third cousin, fourth, fifth, sixth. But what if you did a more advanced male line DNA test, such as a whole genome sequence test, usually abbreviated as WGS uh, or, or a big Y test. If you do either of these tests, and you have your result analyzed on the Y-full tree, you get an estimate of how long ago your common ancestor, your more recent common ancestor with these people lived. And let's say that you do this and you, you learn something really cool that you and your closest relative, male line relative from a thousand years ago, from an ancestor, who lived a thousand years ago, both the modern descendants, living descendants, are practicing still this minority religion. Or even more amazing, if it goes back 2,000 years, that you and, and, and your relatives from a common ancestor that lived 2,000 years ago are, are still practicing this minority religion, this is really interesting. It's uh, it's not a complete. It shouldn't come as a complete shock because we know through autosomal DNA testing for years, because this was the DNA testing that I guess was uh, prioritized in the beginning. And for example, they they could prove that uh, Jews in Europe were endogamous, means that they mostly. Uh, chose sexual partners from their own community. Uh, and uh, now what we see through the Y chromosome DNA, and I'm sure through the mitochondrial DNA, but I'm not, uh, that's not my expertise. Through the Y chromosome DNA, uh, there's, a, there's also evidence of uh, the father to son to son to son of one from one for a period of 1,000 years or even 2,000 years in some cases, 
people who have been have passing on the religion continuously. Uh, okay, it's not it's not definitive proof that every single link in this chain was practicing the minority religion, but you could assume it, and it's probably the most likely explanation. In my own Bronze Age European haplogroup, J2B L283, we've got three lineages which exhibit a religious continuity of Judaism uh, from, it, from ranging from 750 years of religious continuity to 1,750 years. We have these estimates because enough of these guys did uh, the advanced test and had their result analyzed on WIFL, which provides estimates of when the most recent common ancestor lived. Uh, there's also, really interesting, a, an extreme geographic outlier for our haplogroup living in India. And uh, these guys, coincidentally or not coincidentally, every single one of them is a Syrian Christian of India, which is a minority population in India. And their closest relatives on the male line are also Syrian Christians, but not from India, from Lebanon and Syria. Uh, so these guys, unfortunately, only, only one of the Syrian Christians of India has done the advanced test. So we don't have a reliable estimate of how long ago the common ancestor of common male line ancestor of all these Syrian Christians of India who are J2B L283 lived, but all we need is one more guy to do it. Uh, there are a few who have tested STRs, to my knowledge. If one, if a second one does it and does full analysis, then we'll have an estimate. It could be a thousand years ago. It could be one thousand. It could be more. It could be. Uh, dating to the centuries immediately after uh, foundation of Christianity in the Syriac rite. Um, so this is really this is really interesting for us that their closest relative of this these Indian guys who are all Christians were also were also Syrian Christians. And their common ancestor uh, lived an estimated 900 BC. Uh, I would really like to have a second guy from this Indian group to do an advanced test so that we might get a more reliable estimate. Um, not, because it's pretty, it's pretty awesome that their common ancestor actually dates to way, way, way before Christianity. But it points to that their common ancestor was living in Syria or, or Lebanon or somewhere around there uh, in the Iron Age. This is a this is a, an outlier for our haplogroup, um, but there's really it's the best explanation is that this migration took place from the Balkans to uh, or or maybe outside chance from from Italy uh, about uh, during the Iron Age before 900 BC, and we know that there were people there were mass migrations of people. Um, at the end of the Bronze Age, during the Bronze Age collapse, uh, it's 
it's unknown exactly where all the people came from, but there were there were some environmental catastrophes happened in the 1300s, 1200s BC that led to a kind of chain reaction collapse of the Bron of the major Bronze Age civilizations of the Eastern Mediterranean and Mesopotamia. Uh, Egypt survived. Um, the Assyrians didn't get too negatively affected. They came back pretty quickly. But uh, the Minoans or the Mycenaeans, Minoans had already been off the stage by this point. Mycenaeans lo lost their control. Hittite state was uh, dis destroyed. Uh, these, a lot of these groups uh, kind of they lost they lost control, and there was population movement at this time. Uh, so our our J two BL two eighty three that ended up migrating to the Levant, Syria by nine hundred BC, they could have very well. I mean, the, the window is actually really really small uh, based on the the Y DNA. The window is very small for the time window for which their migration must have taken place because their next closest relatives are just estimated to have lived 1000 BC. Uh, two guys kind of tracing descent to France and Albania. So these are the most interesting guys, I think, of, uh, of my haplogroup JL283 because it shows we have a really small G, we have a really small time window in which we're pretty sure that they migrated from the Balkans to the Levant. And then you have the really cool extreme geographic outliers that exhibit in India that exhibit genetic, I mean, um, religious continuity of a minority religion along male line for probably over a thousand years, but we'll see. While I'm at it, I'll just mention, uh, to my knowledge, in J2B, M205, this is a different branch of J2B with, it's very, very distantly related from other lineages of J2B. Like we're talking more than 10,000 years distantly. So they have different distributions. They were different migrations. These guys are heavily concentrated in the Levant and there's ancient samples dating back to the Bronze Age in uh, Jordan and Lebanon. Uh, these guys have one lineage that migrated to India, and that guy is Jewish. And his STR matches, uh, closest guys are also from India and are Jewish. And he doesn't have, so far, a close male line relative uh, outside of his immediate Jewish, Indian Jewish cluster. Uh, his next closest relatives on the Y full tree are estimated to be from 5,000 years ago. But uh, the fact that the only guy from India in J2B M205 practices a religion and, and his ancestors have been practicing it for at least a few hundred years based on the STR match, a religion from the Levant and the origin of his male line, if you go back thousands of years, is from the Levant based on the ancient samples, we can we can assume pretty reliably that his ancestor, who came from the Levant, was probably practicing Judaism before he had migrated into India. It's the same kind of logic 
in, as in the previous lineage that w were Syrian Christians of India. They were Christians before they came in. Uh, and there's another uh, line in a different branch of J2B uh, called, and this one is uh, even less less studied branch of J2B because less people are positive for it. It's called Z2453. They are they are very diverse all over the Middle East, but they're and North Africa. There's some. Their ancient sample, the oldest ancient sample, is from Iran, Azerbaijan e Harbi. Uh, there is a, there's one Jewish lineage in this line, and it's old, uh, not predating the Romans, but they all descend. It's called JZ42983. I've been helping them with their research for a few years now. Uh, they descend from a common ancestor who lived 1,800 years ago, and they are all Jewish or have a history of Judaism as far as the ones that I've been in contact with. And you can tell when you when you look at, at the names. Uh, I'm not an expert on on Judaism and, and and history of Jews, but I've learned I've learned everything I know. I've learned because of my haplogroup group research and talking to these guys and being in contact with uh, people who are more knowledgeable than me. Uh, what I can say is because because every single one of these lineages that descends from a common ancestor who lived 1800 years ago, because all of these child lineages are uh, still practicing Judaism, then probably their ancestor was. And uh, their next closest relatives are from Qatar, but it's extremely distant relationship, 5,300 years ago, their common ancestor with the Qatari branch. And if, then if you go back further, the next closest relatives, we got a Saudi. And then if you go up another branch, you got an Iraqi. So uh, we cannot pinpoint exactly where this line's ancestors had been living, but uh, they are Middle Eastern Jewish, I would say, because even though all, all, almost all of these guys who are living today and are Jewish had migrated, their ancestors, ancestors had migrated to Europe, all of their next closest relatives are from somewhere in the Middle East. So uh, different to the lineages, the Jewish lineages I had mentioned earlier in my European haplogroup from the Bronze Age, these guys are, are most likely Middle Eastern Jews uh, descending from male lines that were living in the Middle East. Thanks for listening. I hope you found this interesting. Um, I, I do consulting for $40 an hour of, uh, male line DNA, helping you advance your research goals, whatever they may be. Well, the only thing I can really do is compare your result with other people who have done Y DNA tests, but I can give you advice for how to advance your research goals, like how to find more people, how to recruit more people to test that might be likely to be a relative or to interpret the results of the Y-DNA tests that have already been done among your closest relatives. And uh, you can also, if you'd like to support, you can sign up on uh, Patreon. You get sneak previews of the functionality that I'm creating for Y-DNA uh, research tools. Thanks again. I wanted to briefly mention, I just released a new tool uh, for Y-DNA research called Diversity Map. Okay, uh, I had originally in 2020, summer 2020, 
uh, created a Y heat map, which is a relative frequency heat map. Shows where more men per capita uh, in given area are positive for whatever lineage you look up. Uh, now I've created a similar kind of heat map, but it shows diversity of your haplogroup. Uh, I'm going to do. I'm going to talk about that in a separate post, but uh, you can check that out. Uh, if you want to get people in your haplogroup interested in, in haplogroup research, you need to show them informative and interesting content that they can understand. So hopefully you guys can make use of these tools to forward your research goals.